KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gao Media Station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Our number two, 713-780-ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. And uh, you can also watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN. Nine seven five, and uh, you missed the first hour. You missed uh, AJ wrecking his truck once again. Mm-hmm. It's like your third accident, right? Since uh, you've been here, yeah, yeah. you wrecked your wife's car. Yeah, right after you got it. Yep, you totaled your other truck. Yep, and now you wrecked this one. Yeah, you also laid down your bike at one point too when that that's yeah. truck drew truck ran you off the road. Yeah, two of those four were my fault. So. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I guess that's just living in Aaron, Houston. You, to an you haven't had that happen yet, right? Because uh, at one point when Jong was here, Jong had one. I had one. Actually, at the same time, because when Jong got into his accident, I had already moved over to the other radio station. Uh, I got into an accident two weeks after your expedition accident and totaled my old PT Cruiser that I had to drive. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I... I that accident driving is stupid well it is and you know what it's i mean it's starting to get bad again i'm starting to notice like because when i drive home mostly during the rona very little traffic yeah but i take 59 to uh basically to 45 to scott but um the last three or four days that i've been driving home it's getting backed up again where it goes from five lanes to three and that's where my accident was and of course, I'm paranoid as hell about that now. But yeah, I, I guys, you should stay home. You really should. Anytime after seven o'clock, you really shouldn't be on 59. It's not safe. It, it's you know, just, that includes you, right? No, no, no. I'm just saying. I, I You're have a safety officer. I have to drive home then. But I and it, it amazes me. And listen, I'm I'm all for having a few adult beverages. Not really a fan of getting behind the wheel when you do it. I think a lot of people obviously get off work at five they get totaled in an hour and then they get on the road because man, I, I, either that or they're just drunk texting their girlfriend while they're driving. And it's just guys get off of 59. I don't care where else you go. Just please don't be on 59. Don't crash me. So the, as of today, the Texans have one quarterback on their roster. Yes. It's the one who has scraped them off this, the, his social media. And doesn't want to play here. For football inquiries, you're supposed to contact his agent, which, yeah, and I I don't, you know, we've talked about this ad infinitum, but I'm I'm okay with getting rid of him at this point. Just get, if I trusted you to get a decent haul, which I don't. Uh, But I think the way he's behaved in this, it's like they're dumb, but he's being childish. And I guess that's what happens when, um, you get into these situations, and I don't blame him for wanting out, but dude, handle this better. I mean, seriously, because at least say, you know what? 
I love I love the city of Houston. I love the fans here. You guys have been great to me. I can no longer do business with these guys. Yeah. It, it just come out and do that instead of being a child. Oh, look, I'm going to take you off my social media. Yeah. There. I'm going to let my agent do all the talking. Just, I mean, I, I guess I expected more out of him. I thought he had more class than that. And I, I was wrong. So, anyway, there's uh, Texans Wire did some guys they should sign, whether he's here or not. Okay. And I'm going to throw out some other names that will be available. And whether they draft someone or not, let's, let's start with this. You tell me yes or no. Pretty sure I can answer this one. Bob Griffin. No. That's a hard no for me. I know that... Depend, honestly, it kind of depends on the price, but... Well, you're going to get him cheap. He's he's going to be a backup quarterback. So... Uh, you can do worse than David, him. David Culley has relations with him. Yeah. I mean, not like that. That came out wrong. But they they did work together. Uh, Mike Glennon. No. He was actually Lovey Smith's quarterback with the Buccaneers in yep. 2014 and 15. Yeah, I don't like that. Matt Barkley. It's funny because I, I've always said I, I like I think Matt Barkley's better than he's ever gotten a chance to show, but I don't think he's anything special. I, I mean, I think he's a solid backup quarterback. I wouldn't hate him as a backup. Jose Flacco. The I, I think the only reason you would you would pick Joe Flacco is if you thought that you thought that Deshaun was for sure going to be gone, and you were drafting a rookie. And maybe a rookie who wouldn't be ready right away. Right, right. I mean, you're not... And let's be honest, this team isn't winning big. No. Uh, They're not winning anything, really. I mean, at best, unless unless they nail the Watson trade and make some really shrewd signings in free agency, to me, the ceiling right now is five wins. That's probably about right. Um, And I see nothing that tells me they're going to nail the Watson trade or make some shrewd free agent signings. Although I, I like the Justin Britt signing. I mean, it's a guy who hasn't played in a year, basically. Right. But he, he's a better player than Nick Martin if he's healthy. And you got him cheaper. So, again, you need a half point for that move, Nick. Um, but some other guys that could probably wind up being your starters. How about Alex Smith? Uh, he's... Up there amongst the the longtime vets that I'd I'd trust to to run things for a year or two, although injury concerns are are real, I think. Well, I I think he's one one more break away from being yeah. done, right? Um Jacoby Brissett. Kind of the same thing. The problem with Jacoby Brissett is there's a contingency of people out there who think that given enough of a look, he can be a starting quarterback in the league. And I have seen enough of him to know that I think he's a, a, a very serviceable backup and I'd, I'd like to have him as a backup, but I would not want him as a starting quarterback, but as a fill in while you, you know, bring along your rookie quarterback, you can do worse. Yeah. I mean that, that's- I mean, we have to make the caveat that, the Texans aren't winning this game. They're not winning this season no matter who we pick here. Right, right. The The question is, do you win five games or do you win, well, do you win somewhere between three and seven? How's right. That? We'll make that the range. I think with Jacoby Brissett, you're closer to the high end of that. Like six. 
I think if you, I mean, you won four with Deshaun Watson last year. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, this this means you nail the trade and you make yeah. some shrewd signings. Okay. And and that, of course, I have no faith they're going to do because they haven't shown me anything yet that shows me that anybody there knows what they're doing in that clown show. But even if you nail the draft, the the only I mean, really outside of quarterback, there's not a player that can totally change the fortunes of your franchise in one year like it just doesn't work that way like if you hit the right quarterback in the draft it can I mean you can you can see huge jumps the Chargers saw it this year uh although I mean they, mm. they'd gone down from a, a a pretty solid backup or a pretty solid veteran and lost him so th- they didn't really have the jump but they didn't experience the bottoming out that you normally do um, I, I think if you, depending on who your quarterback is, I think if you were to get one of those receivers, that's a guy that could make a big impact in his first year. Um, I, I, I do think, but we're not talking about an impact of like a swing of two or three games. Um, I mean, I, again, though, it depends so much depends on what else you do and they're going to have to fix that defense. They're not gonna be able to fix that through the draft in a year. There's no question. No. So that's where free agent signings come in. And, and again, I don't. Trust them. I'm just saying if I were in charge of it, I could get this team to seven wins next year. But I'm not. So and and you know, I'm I mean, I I, I think Cal should give me a call and say, Fred, will you take over for me? Will you, will you be my friend? I'd be happy to fix everything for you. Of course you're gonna there there'd be some bloodletting. There'd be some heads rolling over on Kirby. Probably wouldn't take you long to figure out who. Yeah. All right. Here's another one for you, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor, much like he's like the older Jacoby Brissett, a, a guy who I've seen him enough as a starter to know that I don't want him to be the starter. But if you're talking about for a stopgap year, he he's definitely serviceable for that. If I, I kind of feel like of all these guys, if you're going to do the stopgap thing, I kind of think I like Jacoby the best. Although he's already 29, he's been around for a while. It's not like he's. Not like he's a twenty-five-year-old with a big upside. Here, I'll, I'll differ with you. The one I like the best is Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's going to retire, though. No, he no. He said he came I out. just saw today Ryan Fitzpatrick plans on playing in twenty twenty-one. Hmm. So, and and here's why I like that one because let's say let's say you you pick Jacoby Brissett and. You, yeah, uh, Ian Rappaport said, for what it's worth, former former Dolphins QB Ryan Fitzpatrick does plan on playing in 2021. He should have a solid free agent market for his role. Been some public debate about his future, but he does intend to play this year. So here's what I like about him more than these other guys. At 38 years old, assuming you, you're going to draft a quarterback of the future, you don't have to worry about if Ryan Fitzpatrick has a good year and they go 8-8. Eight and eight, that there's some sort of a, a reason to hold back the rookie. If if Jacoby Brissett or Tyrod Taylor comes in and the team goes eight and eight, then people are like, man, these look what these guys were able to do. Maybe they are the answer, and I already know they're not the answer. Right. So I'd rather it be 38 year old Ryan Fitzpatrick. So there there there's no like, well, maybe Brissett's still young. We could see something here. Like I've seen it. I already know. Yeah, but again, that comes down though to how you approach it from a front office perspective. If I'm bringing in Brissett, it's like, Hey man, you're keeping it warm until this kid's ready. If you play well, great. You can play the season. It's a one-year deal. You're not the answer. 
and then you'll be 30 years old at the end of the season. And I, and, and, and so I'm okay with that. The problem is I don't know who's mining the store over there. I don't know who's making those decisions. And I'm pretty sure that if the guy came in and played really well and went to prayer meetings, Jesus might come in and say, Hey, yeah. Shout out to the Jacobis. Well, the mom mentioned on, he mentioned on Twitter that RG three is a a Jesus guy. So, Hmm. well, there you go. So that's probably something that could happen. And IOT says, does it matter? They can't draft that though. Well, I mean, again, they'll they'll probably screw up the picks, even if they do the right thing. I'm, I have no faith in any, there's not a single person in that organization right now that I look at and say, you know what? I think that guy's competent at his job. Oh, I'll take it back. I, I think Lovey Smith is a competent defensive coordinator. That's all I got. Yeah. Name me one other person. You say, boy, I have confidence in this guy. Not the head coach. It, well, Deshaun Watson. Not going to be there. Well, uh, uh, Tim Kelly. You know what? I like the new offensive line coach. Okay. Just because he's not the old guy. But I don't know that he's competent. I think he is. Based on what I heard. Laramie Tunzel. I'm not talking about players. We're we're we're, we're talking about anybody who's going to be making decisions. Oh, okay. Well, players make decisions now. It's 2021, Fred. Mm, No, but not not as far as what free agents are signing and what draft picks you're going to use. That may be the next big thing. I think that's what Russ wants in Seattle. Yeah, well, must be in the war room on draft day, yeah, saying, it, "Let me let, give me this guy." Boy, let me, let me pick my groceries out here. It's really sounding more and more like he's gonna. That's what I'm hearing. There. Wow, I I I never thought that, but I do think, and and it bears kind of circling back to this when we come back. I really wonder if, unless you've got a Patrick Mahomes, are there any of these guys you want to keep beyond? That's what I'm saying. I think the league is changing. I, I think the the thought process on what it takes to win in the NFL is changing. And it's it's one of the – and we'll talk about it on the other side, but it's something that's very difficult to get through people's heads because it's always been one way for so, so long that now it's like, well, that's not what it takes anymore. And It's, it, and it's always been about the quarterback. Yes. And it's still it, – it, in a way, it will still be – Just very different. It's just got to be – it. it your, your window is early, not what we would consider the prime – of a quarterback's career. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like I, I, Russell Wilson is a better player now than he was his first four years in the league. But it, they, the Seahawks had a better chance to win in those first four years. Well, we'll get to that when we come back. And I, I just want to say, Matt, I don't know how you, uh, you were able to win the Amazon AirPods raffle when I won the Amazon oh, Maybe AirPods he got raffle. second. I don't know. No, he or says he this. came in first wow. in wow. today's raffle. Hey, uh, I got to tell you guys about Carbach. Uh, listen, if you are looking for something different, guess what's out today? We had it last week. Now you plebes can have it. The the Ranch Water Variety Pack featuring the original agave lime. They've also got Meyer Lemon Ranch Water. They've got a prickly pear and watermelon. Watermelon was my wife's favorite. Um, but it, they, they're really, all of them are delicious. Uh, but go ahead, go ahead and get yourself some. Try it out. Try it by itself. Try it mixed. Uh, we were talking about maybe the, the, the Meyer lemon one would go well with vodka. Uh, I like the agave lime with tequila quite a bit. So uh, get t- 
experiment. Get out there and try it. There's only one way to know if you love it. Uh, and if you're not into that, they've got tons of great beer available as well. The Crawfordbach, the Love Street, the Hopadillo, all the usuals, as well as a ton of beers on tap at their place that you can't find anywhere else in the whole wide world. Stop on in the restaurant for lunch, dinner, open seven days a week. Fantastic food, uh, not just bar food. I'm talking gourmet stuff here, steaks, salads, pizzas, etc. And follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. When you're out and about this week, pick up some Carbach. On ESPN Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Brother said, well, I like the roof is open, so the groundskeeper Willie guy is competent on Kirby. That's positive, I think. Eh. Eh. I don't think he's going to be making... Uh, I don't think he's going to be making any decisions as far as the... I mean, didn't they move? Did they permanently move it to turf? Well, it's field turf, yeah. So it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, it's not real gra- real grass in there anymore. No, no. Um, Jay Rims likes the Expos hat. Yeah, I was. I, I saw this on online a couple weeks ago and bought it. Man, I, and while I was waiting for you to come back, I'm watching ESPN earlier. Um, Aaron and I were watching it, and they're talking about Mache's mock draft. And it's like they're treating it like breaking news. Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence with first overall pick. And Josh's girl, Mina Kimes, is sitting here analyzing the pick and everything. It's like, guys, really? Really? I mean, like like somebody tuning in for the first time doesn't know that. Oh, they're going to take that Trevor Lawrence kid. Yeah. Um, he's, he's probably okay. He's got that he nice looks, hair. Looks good at sport. Got a big nose. Like that Fowler dude does, but he's younger and better looking. Um, yeah, come on, ESPN, please. Uh, all right, so let's let's uh, follow up on what we were we're going to break with because somebody asking, do you think Mahomes is going to remain the outlier? I I don't know that I can answer that because at some point when the big dollars start kicking in, you're going to be able to afford Kelsey and you'll be able to afford Tariq Hill, but. Can you afford to keep Eric Fisher? Can you afford to keep, you know, your defensive players together? It becomes, it, it does become a victim of your own success. And we saw that with the Seahawks. I mean, you know, they get Richard Sherman in the fifth round and they make all these great draft picks, but then the guys become superstars and you got to pay him. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that you're going to see more. And we, we talked about this a lot. If your name isn't Brady or Manning, it's been very difficult to win Super Bowls if you weren't on your rookie deal. And 
when it happens a couple times, you say, "Oh, well, that that happened. They, you know, they got lucky. They had a good run." Or in like in Joe Flacco's case, he just ha- he had a, a great run of games and a good defense. In Mahomes' case, you might say, "Well, Mahomes is a, a special case. He, he, you know, he's he's different." But you know, over a 10, 15 year span, when those start to pile up, and you start to see, it's not. This is just the way it works now. Teams have to adjust. And that what that means is making a very difficult decision of do I think that my quarterback is I, – I hate to even put it like this, but Brady-Manning level because if he's not, paying him doesn't seem to pay off. Well, and, 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 let's, and but let's look at – And Fred, like you – when I last – Last year, when I was saying, if I'm the Texans, I think really hard about signing Deshaun Watson. And everybody thought I was an idiot. because about Deshaun, signing him? Yeah, about even signing his extension. And About not signing him. Yeah, I was saying okay, that maybe okay, they yeah, should yeah, not you sign need to, him. Yeah, you, that's not what you said. But people were like, you're an idiot. He's a franchise quarterback. And he is. But just because he, if he's, let's say he's a top five quarterback for argument's sake. Just because you're a top five quarterback doesn't mean you can win with any roster. It doesn't work that way anymore. We've seen that it doesn't work that way anymore. So, to me, there's real, and I'll say the same thing about Dallas right now. I know Dallas is looking into a, a long term extension. And apparently, for Dak and apparently, they're getting close. That is old school thinking, and I'm telling you, I don't believe that's going to work anymore. I think you're going to start seeing. Unless quarterbacks are really incredibly special, you know, Mahomes, I, 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 you know, I, I couldn't have argued against paying Mahomes, whatever they wanted to pay him, because that so far he's shown to be everything advertised and more. But unless you've got one of those guys, you, you got to consider the shelf life of a quarterback being shorter than it used to be. Well, but let's, let's take this a step further with some of these guys you're talking about. Uh, Peyton Manning won one Super Bowl in his prime. Yes, he, yeah, the second when he got late, with but he wasn't the reason they won that Super Bowl. No, we can agree. But on he that. was the reason that they got to the one. Yeah, where they got that killed they, by the they got beat in. So I mean, it's not like that he was way off. But, no, but, but again, we we put Peyton Manning in an a, an elite tier that maybe two or three other guys in the history of football are in. But he also wasn't getting $35 million. If I'm True. not mistaken, the Broncos paid him 19 the year he broke all the records. Yeah. But he still only won one. And you know Brady, you look at him, well, Brady never actually took huge contracts either. And you know that one's a little different. Eli didn't get paid until after the second one, if I'm not, or before the second one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he didn't get the huge contract until they won the first one. But in general... I mean, as great as Peyton Manning was, they won one Super Bowl with him yeah. in his prime. They got to, what, three others, and then he won one at the end. And as great as Aaron Rodgers has been, he's won one. Yeah, As great as Drew Brees has been, he's won one. And if I'm not mistaken, it was before they got paid ridiculous money. I'd right. have to go back and look at both of them. So I don't know that that means necessarily that you can't have those guys and win. But your best bet seems to be getting a guy early in his contract, a la Russell Wilson, a la Ben Roethlisberger, uh, on the upside, 
and get it while before they get the big money. And that seems to be the trend now is to pay these guys 35, 40, 45 million. And I think uh, maybe they need to rethink that. Let's see what Darren has to say about it. Hey, man, I hate to interrupt, but that phone is the worst I have ever heard, man. Darren, please uh, text in your question because it, you know, it sounded interesting, but all I could hear was Charlie Brown's teacher. Yeah. I mean, that, that one, I mean, we've had some bad connections. That really sounded like somebody who had a string tied to a can, which I'm guessing everybody under the age of 50 doesn't even get that reference. The people used to do that, believe it or not. So, and if you if you look at he's talking about uh, he's talking about I think he was arguing my my recent history with with quarterbacks thing. Uh, Tom Brady, who we mentioned, it was not on his rookie deal. Obviously, Mahomes was. Tom Brady again wasn't. Nick Foles technically wasn't, but the Eagles. But Carson, a, they Carson Wentz was their guy, and he was. They, so what that means is they didn't have a quarterback on a huge salary deal. Uh, so Carson or Carson Wentz, while he didn't play in the game, was their quarterback. So they didn't have you know fifteen percent of their salary cap ded- dedicated to a quarterback. Brady, Manning, Brady, Wilson rookie deal, Flacco rookie deal, Eli Manning. That's your last who what, a Manning. So I did say Manning and Brady. If your name wasn't Manning, but yeah. Or what, Brady, but what but, deal was was Eli on at the time? I think he was on his second, but he wasn't getting paid. Ridiculous. He was, you know, he wasn't making crazy money. Uh, so in the last ten years, th- this has happened now four times. I mean, that's that's not coincidental. So, I I, I mean, I, I I believe in it. I and I, I believe that. While quarterback is the most important position, having a quarterback on the cheap, meaning you know the first five years of his rookie deal, that's really your 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 time to strike because once you pay these guys, it gets incremental, not even incrementally, exponentially more difficult to build a team around them. We see it here. Like where's the sal- where's the salary cap if they keep Deshaun? Like where's the real salary cap to go after free agents? And we're talking about a team here that has no real talent at all. It's Laramie Tunsil is the only guy who we say is like a, a really above average player at his position. He's a, he's a Pro Bowl player. Yes, that's it. Nobody else on this roster is. Nobody else is even close. So how do you build? How do you build that when? you're already in salary trouble. And Seattle's the same situation. And Kansas City's running into it. It's happening in Kansas City. It's going, you're going to see it quickly happen there because now Patrick Mahomes is paid. And like I said, it, you can't argue against paying Patrick Mahomes because he looks like he's one of the all-time greats. So I, I, I think but the model you would use is... I would draft a quarterback every four years in the first round. I mean, I'm, I was, or at least in the second was round. About to say is is you you get a coaching staff that knows how to coach, and you you like San Francisco, and like one of the places I saw Sam Darnold might get moved to San Francisco. That's a guy that I think Kyle Shanahan would probably, if if he can play, he'll get it out of him. Yep, and there'll be a team around him. The most difficult thing, though, and we saw this with the Ravens, the most difficult thing to do is have a guy win it for you 
and then send him on his way, especially immediately send him on his way. That's very difficult for teams to wrap their heads around. But when the option is send him on his way or pay him like he's going to win you another Super Bowl, chances are good you should send him on on his way. I believe that. I think it depends on the player and the situation and it, and what your cap situation is. I mean, I think that if you know what you're doing, you know, you can send other guys on their way. Like the Patriots have done this for years. They send other guys on their way. They kept the quarterback and anybody that was overpaid, they replaced them. They drafted well. They got a free agent that was cheaper. They were shrewd about it. Yeah, and you can do it that they way. They also had the best quarterback in the history of time. They did, but they also were able to that. They hung on to that, and, and they worked. The, they worked the rest of the rosters. But what Fred, they, did. they also Brady never took the money that he could have taken. No, but they and also that changes everything. It, it does if he'd uh, if he'd wanted fifty million. Uh, because what were the Patriots going to do? Say no? No, of course they were going to pay him. But they also but they also did it the opposite way because they and they always had cap room. Yeah, they, they would have had room to pay Brady if they wanted to. They every year they'd find a way. Like when when it was Richard Seymour, well. Love you, bye. Yeah. Ty Law, love you, bye. A lot of those guys who were great players would go on and get paid elsewhere, and they they were really shrewd at replacing them with smaller contracts. But when I and see, you can do that, you can do that roster wide if you have a really strong organization. The problem is most of these people don't. But I mean, I think you and I agree. Seattle is a pretty strong organization, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, they're they're they didn't fall off the map when they paid Russ. But they haven't been a Super Bowl contender since then. But they've also had to dismantle that defense. And I think part of it is, as good as the front office is there, I don't think they did a very good job of adjusting to Russ the way the Patriots always adjusted on the fly. And I think you can do it. You better be damn shrewd about everything else. And so far, there's just not many teams that have been able to pull that off. Maybe maybe the Chiefs can. Maybe Maybe they can. But I mean, I I, I think of Seattle – and really, I think of Baltimore as, as two. These are two of the smartest run organizations, and both of and, them. And guess who's going to run into the problem with their quarterback pretty soon? Baltimore. Oh yeah. And do you pay that guy? I don't think you do. And and even closer to home for me, what do the Bills do with Josh Allen? It's almost certain that they're going to pay him. Yeah. It's almost certain, and it's really difficult to say maybe it's not the best move. But man. How many of these guys are winning Super Bowls after they start to take up that massive chunk of the salary cap? It's just, it's very few and far between. And that's why I think the Deshaun trade is so important because he's going to set a market for any future deal like this. And if it's ridiculous, which I think it could be, then he might not even be able to trade guys like that. Yeah. All right. I, th- I think uh, we need TGS to- insurance. Yeah. yeah, I can do that one. I, I don't even need a piece of paper in front of me. I'll tell you about TG. I wish TGS insurance did car insurance. Tell you that. That's what I had to deal with today. But no, they do homeowners insurance. And uh, the great thing about TGS is they can save you big bucks on your homeowners insurance. And that's a great thing. Um, I saved over a thousand dollars a year by switching to TGS. And I, I didn't even realize I was overpaying for my homeowners insurance. It never, it honestly, it never even crossed my mind that I might be. So I, I probably got it as some sort of a bundle deal with, with car insurance or something. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll save some money. Well, when that bundle deal expired and the, the real rate set in, I was way overpaying. And, I again, it's something I don't see, I don't use. So I never thought about it. But it is something you've got to have. So if you've got to have it, why pay more? And that's the deal with TGS. The average customer saving over $900. And it's so simple. 
All you got to do is text the word money to 232323. They're going to send you a full and firm insurance quote within 15 seconds. That's money to 232323 for TGS insurance. When I'm high off the pills, I'm a f with her. I don't smoke skunk, but tonight I'm getting stuck with it. Hold a coding up and put some Molly in the cup with it. I know she a freak, uh huh. She gon' f. Well, hello! To call into the HRP listener line, dial 713 780 ESPN. Dial the phone. Disappointed by your HR and payroll technology? Maybe you need to outsource your administration. Go to hrp.net to learn. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Lamont says, A.J., I'm beginning to believe the NFL may have to deal with quarterbacks like coaches. You may need a separate budget for them and the rest of the team. With the way quarterbacks are accelerating at uh, at a rate above the cap increases, it's impossible to maintain. It is. It is impossible to maintain, but... So either quarterbacks are going to have to start making less money or the the cap will have to increase and quarterbacks, there, there, there will have to be a percentage put on, like a cap put on what percentage a quarterback can make of the salary cap. Or re- really the way they'll have to word it is, this is the highest, almost like a max deal in the NBA. This is the highest percentage of a salary cap that any player can make, knowing that only quarterbacks would make that kind of money. But it would put a cap on on quarterbacks, and that's really the only way that I, I think the, it's going to continue to be viable to pay quarterbacks. Because and I, I can't imagine that the players union would they go don't for want that. it. And and but also, I mean, uh, I mean, it takes care the of the other guys. quarterbacks. Certainly don't want yeah. it. But there's you know 49 other guys on the team who they're like, man, I'd sure like it if my piece of the pie were bigger. Uh, well, I I think team it's going to have to come from the teams, right? And and I think the two deals that sort of and I hope that that if Dak Dak doesn't get close to this because it'll put the Cowboys in the same spot. But when you look at the Mahomes deal and the Watson deal, I don't think it took into account that the salary cap was going to be a problem in either case. Yeah, they they treated it as though it was business as usual, and. It may eventually be, and I know they're working on all these new TV deals, but I'm also hearing that maybe those aren't going to be three times what they are. And, it, it, you know, if that's the case, they're counting on all this money that's not there yet. And I don't know, man. I, I, think, uh, I think it's only going to make it harder for two years when you've got Patrick Mahomes if the salary cap doesn't increase exponentially because of the new TV deals. Dale says, so what does Dallas do with Dak then? You you shake Dak's hand, you thank him for his service, and and you draft a quarterback. That's that's the move. And Rod says, but Flacco was coming off five straight seasons with a playoff win and a Lee Evans drop from going to the Super Bowl in 2011 too. Here's what you have to ask yourself though, Rod. Was Joe Flacco irreplaceable? And th- that's really the way you need to start looking at it. Well, can, I, can I find another Joe Flacco can I find another Dak Prescott? What what they found was Dak Prescott a third rounder? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but see, here's here's the thing. There's something to be said for rewarding a guy for bringing you a Super Bowl. I agree, 
But there's also something to be said that you're paying somebody for what they're going to do going forward and not what they've done in the past because you already paid them for that. Yeah, but in Flacco's case, he wasn't his prime, theoretically. You didn't really think that was going to be the end of it. No, and it wasn't. I I mean, they were competitive for a while, but they just weren't a Super Bowl team anymore. And that's really, I mean, if your goal is to always be competitive, if your goal is to always put a, a quality product on the field, then maybe you can do that. But I think going forward, if your goal is to win Super Bowls, it's going to be tough but if, if you, you're paying guys. But if you look at, at the teams that do have those elite guys, they are always in the mix, with the exception of the Texans. Texans are the only one to go 4-12 and 12 with a so-called elite quarterback. Uh, the only time that happens with the Packers is when Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. Russell Wilson's never been hurt, so we've never seen it. So, yes, you can be competitive every year, and, he, and, and with that, you're hoping for that run – that gets you there. If you're always in the playoffs, sooner or later you can go on that run, especially if you do have an elite quarterback, because all they have to do is, is is that guy has to play at an extremely elite level for three or four games. And here, Dale, That's possible. It just hasn't happened very often. Dale, the guy that was asking about Dak, says, well, can you trade him for one of the guys this year? Who? No. A, because Dak's not under contract. Uh, and if he is under contract, he, he's going to be under a, a franchise tag contract. B, If you do that, what you're asking is for another team to do the dumb thing that you're trying to avoid doing. So you're, I mean, it's possible, I guess, but you'd have to find a real, real dumb team. Most teams realize now that having five years of a guy on a rookie deal is too, I mean, there's nobody who would give up a first round pick for Dak Prescott right now. Not one team. And it doesn't mean that Dak Prescott's not good. It just means that is he is is Dak Prescott for the next five years at fifteen percent of your salary cap? Is that more? Is that a better thing for your team than a rookie quarterback fill in the blank Trey Lance uh, at three percent of your salary cap? And I think when you start to weigh that stuff out, the answer is just more often than not, it's going to be I'll take my chances with the rookie. And I'll build a team of studs around this guy that can pick him up and make him look good. Except now, here's here's the the flawed thinking in that. You're expecting all these guys to draft really well and make smart decisions at every other position. When if you have an elite quarterback, that covers up for the fact that maybe you're not that good That's at drafting. That's true. And not every team is great at drafting. Let's be honest. We see it every year. And... You know, that that's where you really have to know what you're doing to be able to pull that off. And guess who just tried it? The Patriots. Yep. Didn't work. So you know what? We're gonna we're gonna move on from Tom Brady. Uh let's just try to plug in Cam Newton. Didn't work. No. So and that's supposedly the smartest organization in football. So But, but mind you, they had a good enough they've they've they had a good enough of a roster in place and a good enough of a system in place even with a bunch of guys opting out, that they were still relatively competitive, yeah, uh, they, all, all things considered. But they weren't anywhere near a playoff. No, game. nowhere near that. And Razorex says, the problem, AJ, is you make it sound like it's easy to draft another quarterback just as good as the one you have. It's not. But it, you don't have to get one as good as the one you have if you can, if the other 51 guys are better. And but, but that's And again, that's the flaw in the thinking, is that you have to be good enough uh, to to get those other 51 guys, well, 52 technically, to be better. And 
not many not many teams are. And and that's why you see teams that actually they build good teams, but they don't have quarterbacks. And we always say they're a quarterback away. And you know what? Put Deshaun on the football team. Wouldn't we call them a Super Bowl contender? Uh, Deshaun on the Washington football yeah. team? I don't know. I, I mean, I, they've got they'd be a lot better. Yeah, they've they, got they, a really I good mean, roster. They they'd be the favorite to win their division for sure, which the Texans aren't even with him. But in year two, year three, if they're not able to draft as well and keep putting guys on that yeah. defense, then I mean, the Bears are a good example. Yeah, if you put them on the Bears, the Bears are a Super Bowl contender. I think Bears, Forty ers I I'll throw Dolphins in there. But once you put that kind of money on the books. It's difficult to maintain a team around him, so your window is very, very short. But but your plan, in theory, makes sense. In reality, you're asking your guys to be not just be good at finding another quarterback, but to be good at finding all the stars around him. That's that's pretty unrealistic, if you ask me. Yeah, it, it is hard to do. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We come back. I will have a gym of the day. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5925. This is the Blitz. The Blitz. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Breaking news. Go ahead, Tom. Per Adam Schefter's Twitter, no actual details announced, but the Cowboys and Dak Prescott have reached a deal. Okay, so he doesn't say if it's a one-year deal or... No, he just... Like, literally, this came out 65 seconds Ooh. ago. It, it wouldn't be a one-year deal. Uh, so if, if he's saying they have a deal, that means that they've they've agreed to a long-term deal because... Having a deal, like if he just yeah, said they, they have a deal, they would have said the franchise, and the, he would have the tweet would say, "Yeah, the, the Dallas has used their franchise tag on Dak Prescott." Mark my words, Dallas is not winning with Dak Prescott. They're not winning a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott, yeah. especially not now. You want me to write I'm that not, down? Uh, you write it you down. Put it in your notebook. I'm not saying they could. They didn't have some chances to in, in his rookie deal, and his was especially juicy because he he wasn't a first round pick even. So he was taking up a really tiny sliver of salary cap. If his deal is anywhere close to Deshaun's, the Cowboys might they you might if you're a Cowboy fan, you might as well pack it up. You ain't winning. I'd be curious to get those numbers. I, I will Yeah, be I'm too. refreshing like a madman right now trying to see if he'll update it, but All right. Well, while we're waiting on that, how about we do a Zadok Jewelers gym of the day? The gym of the day. It's the gym of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gym of the day. I think I told you when my kid was like, I don't know, three, maybe four, he shoved a rock up his nose. Yeah. And we had to go spend the night in the uh, uh, emergency room. Well, a uh, teenager had experienced years 
of nasal congestion, along with a mysterious foul odor whenever he blew his nose. Well, turned out he had a BB gun pellet lodged in his nose, which he'd shoved up there eight years before. Whoa. Uh, He first visited doctors for his symptoms when he was 15. He said he experienced congestion for several years, along with a reduced sense of smell. They examined the inside of his nose and uh, saw that he had a so-called turbinate hypertrophy. A hypertrophy sounds cool. I think it's hypo- hi- 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 hypertrophy in, in medical no, terms. No, if it's a trophy. I want a trophy. It's a hypertrophy. Okay. Uh, but apparently it can be caused by allergies, things like that. They prescribed him to a nasal spray, told him to come back in four to six weeks. Uh, he did not return until one year later, and he was still experiencing the problems. But now he had a pungent, foul odor filling the room whenever he blew his nose. Weird. Uh, he was embarrassed every time he blew his nose because of the foul odor. Well, they then performed a CT scan and saw there was a nine millimeter spherical structure in his nasal cavity. Nine millimeter? Yeah, nine mm. Wow. Uh, the teen underwent surgery. Turned out to be a metallic BB pellet. He. Uh, uh, apparently, he had been shot in the nose with a pellet gun when he was eight or nine years old, but he didn't have any any symptoms. I'm thinking the kid shoved it up his nose. Probably. Because that's what, what kids do. Yeah. But took him uh, until he was 16. And that is your Zadok Jewelers Gem of the Day. The Gem of the Day. It's the Gem of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gem of the Day. Any details yet? No, this a-hole is sitting on details, apparently, five minutes later, while the entire world is just staring at his Twitter feed. That's all right. Listen, it's... I'm not going to say that... uh, I I get what you're saying, Fred, about rewarding guys for what they do, uh, you know, in in that first contract. I get it, but just from a business sense, I, I don't know if it makes the most... It makes the most sense. Well, I think it goes back to anything else. If you're competent in your front office, you can pull it off. Well, you're talking about the Cowboys now. Yeah. And earlier we were talking about the Texans. Right. I mean. Right, which is why it's kind of, uh, it's it's meaningless in that regard. But, I mean, I, I there are teams that can pull it off. You just have to know what you're doing. And it, just like there's teams that can pull it off without a quarterback. Rams seem to find cap room every year, no matter who they sign. Got to give them credit. And now now they've gone and upgraded a quarterback. So, I mean, it can be done. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Matt Stafford's making nothing. No. Not like Goff was making nothing. And, I mean, we'd agree that this team with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on their defense, probably two of the best defensive players in the entire league. And now you got Matt Stafford. The I, Rams run a – they run their salary cap in a – almost like radio – like uh, where the top guys are paid really, really handsomely, and then everybody else makes absolutely nothing. They've got like three guys, and then the rest of them are just like you know, uh, overnight overnight board ops making four dollars an hour. But they they find guys. I mean, they found that damn running back out of yeah. nowhere this year. All right, what do we got? Per Adam Schefter, twenty six seconds ago, the Cowboys are giving Dak Prescott a four year. $160 million deal, including a record $126 million guaranteed. The first three years are going to average $42 million a year. Oh. Did you write down what I said earlier? 
I've got it. Okay, I want to make. I'm don't lose that it. piece of paper. I mean, I've got. I'm going to save that audio until he retires. Okay. Or don't, until you fire me. Don't lose that because I'm telling you now. The Cowboys are not winning with that on their salary cap. It, it, you just can't do it now. It, I mean, you can if you've got Patrick Mahomes, maybe. Maybe. We, and we, we haven't even seen him do it yet. But I, if I believe anybody can do it, it's probably him. But, boy, I'd still, I, I mean, I'd still rather have Russell Wilson. I'd rather, if they're going to do that, I would have rather made a Russell Wilson. Yes! I, I mean. Because I know Russell Wilson can have a winning record. And and there there was still enough talent around there, but uh. is, is Russell Wilson uh, coming off like a, a terribly uh, snapped leg? Not that I know of, right? Uh, when has Russell Wilson ever snapped anything except for Ciara? Well, <laughs> I mean, dude's on the field nonstop. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? This is uh, this is the this is the way the league works until somebody figures out that it's not the brightest way to do it. That that's what's going to keep happening. Yeah, I mean, I uh, God, I I wish they would just give me the Texans. I would fix this whole mess in a in a year, a year, and yes, Deshaun would be gone, and we'd have Zach Wilson. But hey, if he doesn't work out. We're gonna have a high pick again next year. Yep. Boom. So he said, not to mention Dak could still be broken. It could be. And so said, will people start conceding that Jerry is not a good owner? No, because you Jerry's know what? Jerry's a good owner. He, I mean, Jerry's willing to spend money. That's what you ask for from your owner, right? Yeah, he just spent it on the wrong guy. But you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take Jerry right now, and I'll give you Cal McNair, Jesus Easterby, Nick, and... And a second-round pick. And, and I'll, th- <laughs> I'll throw in a nuclear submarine. Okay, we'll we'll go and uh, we'll buy a nuclear submarine and give it to you, and you give us Jerry. Deal. Because I'm pretty sure I could get drunk with Jerry and get him to listen to me. Uh, I don't also, think that would happen with Cal. Sorry to interrupt, but uh, according to Ian Rappaport, Prescott also worked a no trade clause into this new contract. Oh my god! Uh, the uh, when will these teams learn? That makes four look, players in the entire NFL who have a no trade clause. And look, look at the two of them that have made the most difficulty on their teams in this off season. Two of the three guys that have one. Jimmy Graham has one, but no one wants to trade for Jimmy Graham anyway, so it doesn't matter. It, that's that's unbelievable. Hey, I got an idea. Let's not trade Deshaun Watson for Dakota Prescott. Yeah, let, like <laughs> let's just have them stare at each other and say, nope, yeah, can't yeah, do it. Nope, don't want to go there. No trades. Wow. <sighs> and, and, it's like I, I sat here thinking, you know what? I, I, I This is my fault. I sat here and said, the NFL is going to get smarter. They're going to figure out that this is not the way to do business. It's 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 antiquated, but they're not. It's I, it, they just have to. These guys have to drive their heads in the wall until they're busted open to learn. God, and the only thing saving Jerry here is the fact that he's still way smarter than anybody in this organization down here. That's it. Well, the thing that's saving Jerry is that the division that he plays in is just garbage. I mean, it's it's such a disaster that all you've got to do is be the tallest little guy. So they also can't tag him again at the end of it per Schefter. Oh, really? That's in the deal. No trade, no tag. Oh, they're they're not going to want to by then. I guarantee. You. No, they won't. They're going to be looking for any way they can to get out of that. I need to see the back end of that deal. 
Because if there's not a if there's not a way for the Cowboys to eject after three years, what, what this is a, really dumb. What what a blunder. I mean, I I don't know how you don't look around the league and see what's happening to better players. That's the other thing. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, these are guys that are better players than Dak. They're they're more accomplished. They're more proven. And they're not working out. What makes you think this is going to work? Schefter has clarified they are tagging him again to make sure because they don't think he'll have the contract signed by the franchise tag deadline. So this is going to use their second franchise tag on him. Okay. So they won't be able to anymore, even if they wanted to at the end of the contract. Uh, Yeah, I don't think they're going to want to at the end of the contract. I don't think. I think they're going to be running like hell from this in a couple of years. I think so, too. I need to see all the details of it because, you know, if it's a deal where they can, in two two years from now, they can look at it and say, yeah, we can cut him, take one time hit here, boom. Then okay, but if it's one of those, it doesn't sound like that based on what we're reading. But maybe they've got some kind of uh, insurance. Yeah, yeah uh, no, it's not insurance. It's Windows. Ah, uh, okay. Allstate, Allstate Windows and Siding. You want the best rates? You call Allstate. Allstate Windows and Siding, and I did it. Couldn't have been happier with the results. Uh, my windows are beautiful. My wife custom designed them. She she made them look exactly how she wanted to. And uh, and really, they they came out even better than she expected. Uh, they're custom fit as well, which means there's no leaking. There's no air leaking in or, in or out of these things. In fact, when it froze a couple weeks ago and we lost power for a little while, it took a good while for our house to, to get cold because the windows were just sealed up so tight. Uh, so I, I can't recommend this stuff highly enough. If you're looking for new windows, there's only one place to look. 25% off all window packages right now. Uh, with Allstate, and they've got first responder discounts. They've got cash discounts. They've got military discounts. They're the kind of business you want to do, uh, the kind of people you want to do work with, and uh, they do siding as well. A great job with that. Give them a call, 832-204-1936, or check them out online, allstatesidingandwindows.com. ESPN 97.5. I don't blame you, Don.